0: Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Today we're going to uh, be talking a little bit about the, basis, the basics of attracting and keeping customers. So the basics of attracting and keeping customers. And I I know that um, a lot nowadays kind of goes into talking about branding and And uh, I know kind of story brand and and talking about having a story. And, of course, those are extremely uh, popular and I think very necessary topics and uh, areas of conversation right now. But I'm not going to get into really kind of a whole lot of what we think of kind of branding or marketing. I'm going to talk really kind of more, just uh, get a little bit more uh, kind of maybe granular than that into uh, kind of maybe some of the conversations. I think a lot of it's going to kind of relate with with conversations and even expression on the front end when you're dealing with clients and then uh, your ongoing relationship with them. Uh, Over the last couple weeks, I had both of my cars ended up uh, breaking down. And the the first week, uh, which is my my wife's car, uh, we pretty much knew what we wanted, exactly what we wanted. When we went to go to replace the vehicle, we kind of went online, we searched uh, different dealerships within driving distance of here, and we found the one car that we wanted. We went and, and we bought it. So the sales guy really didn't have to do anything. Um, now, uh, when the second car broke down, which is literally the following week, our, both of our cars were getting a little bit older and kind of one of those perfect storms for both of them kind of went at the same time. Uh, we kind of had an idea of maybe a, a couple different things we wanted to look at, but we weren't dead set on anything. Went in and, and, and sat down with the, uh, with the salesman and began to have a conversation. We the, kind of the, the, the number one car we thought maybe we'd want we like. We went and we drove it and, and brought it back, and we just really didn't have a good feeling about it. But the sales guy kept on insisting that this was the car that we wanted to buy. Now, uh, happened to be trading in a BMW. We were at a BMW dealership. And the first car that we drove was actually a Chevy. It was a used Chevy, a couple years old. It was, really, it was a really nice car, but it wasn't something that we really liked. Now, the salesman that was there sold Chevys for a number of years and, and for some reason was really wanting to press on us, buying the Chevy, saying this is the car that we wanted. And, uh, and we just didn't have a good feeling about it. I actually told the guy, you know what, I'm not, I'm not really sure, and, and uh, kind of told him some other things that, were, that he had on the lot. We kind of looked at a few other cars, and then we ended up hopping into a, a, a car. It was actually a, a BMW that was a couple years old that we really, really liked and, and ended up buying it. But even in the process of getting to the point of getting ready to sign the paperwork, this sales guy was really still trying to sell us on this Chevy. And, um, and we, uh, but my wife and I kind of very decisive, uh, usually once we kind of find the one, uh, we're, we were not interested in continuing on considering even purchasing that car. And uh, so we kind of did the salesman's work for him at that point. But as a business owner, as, a, as, a, as a maybe even an operator in our business, uh, we don't want to be that type of a salesperson. So I, I jotted down five things. Kind of, I was thinking through a little bit about this particular experience, and and uh, in in my business, I'm the owner of the business, but I do a lot of the kind of the initial conversation and the the initial dialogue to bring uh, to bring our customers on, and there are certain elements of the conversations that I have, both on the front end and then and then going forward, that I think uh, I found to be essential in analyzing what the customer needs. Uh, what the customer truly needs, and then um, and then also it, continuing the relationship going forward. So number one, and, and I think this is uh, maybe the uh, most important, uh, in the especially in the initial conversation, and this needs to be uh, kind of uh, in, in front of us and in front of the customer going forward, is communicating the overall purpose, just not the product or service that we're trying to sell. Now, I happen to be, quote unquote, selling a service or offering a service as, as the owner of an accounting Firm, um, but uh, it could even this could even hold true in the in the area of trying to sell a product that we need to be communicating our purpose. I'll let you know as an accounting firm, our, our purpose really is to try to to try to take a holistic view of a client's business, not just the tax, not just the accounting function, but really to kind of take a holistic view of the business and then finding out the best way through our service offerings that coming through, through tax and compliance and, and finance and helping a little bit with process and et cetera and business consulting, how to help our client get to where to uh, help them reach their goals. And it's, uh, it's my job, I think, uh, really to communicate the, the overall purpose. Uh, our clients can uh, a potential client can call and all they think they need is the tax return or all they think they need is essentially to get a set of financial statements or what I hear uh, quite often is well I need to know my numbers okay and, and that those are all three of those are kind of general types of uh, things that or services that a uh, that a client or potential client thinks that they may need now it's my responsibility to communicate initially as far as what our overall purpose is so they understand uh, what the the overall the 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 most important offering, so to speak, that we have is to help them fulfill their purpose, to find their purpose, to reach their goals, and uh, not just to get a tax return completed. I don't get much joy out of just completing tax returns. I I get the greatest joy out of seeing our clients reach their goals. And the the same thing uh, with the client. Ultimately, they want to reach their goals, uh, not just get a tax return completed. So first of all, communicate purpose, not just the product or service offerings. Secondly, we need to be able to have deeper conversations in order to be able to understand their problem, not just address the product or service that the customer thinks they need. And I just talked about that here just a little bit as we talked about in in number one. Uh, But uh, going beyond that, the ability to listen and listen with intent. And uh, sometimes that's not easy. They kind of get into into the weeds on things and and we want to kind of jump in and say, hey, I can fix your problem. Okay, and and uh, but to be able to to listen, to truly understand what their problem is. And uh, this needs to be listening with intent, listening with purpose. And then uh, in in for 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 myself and I and I really try to do this with my team as well to make sure we're having a dialogue with the client that we become uh, we become very proficient in being able to identify what really it is they are telling us. And uh, you know, anytime you're dealing with a consultant, uh, that's kind of what they're trying to do is to try to understand the true root of the problem or the true problem that we are trying to solve. And I think any. Anybody that's uh, trying to sell a product or a service needs to do this, uh, to to listen, to listen with intent, to listen with purpose, to find out what is the real problem. Many times they don't understand what their problem is or they don't know how to express it. They just think, you know, what I heard about this. Uh, I was told to call you and I think this is what I need. But many times they don't know truly what they need. Number three, uh, communicate with transparency. Communicate with transparency. Know the limits of your product. Know the limits of your service. uh, and, And be true to your word. Understand your own limits, uh, what you can and can't do, uh, the things uh, that your product can and can't do, and don't overpromise. Anytime you overpromise, you're always going to underdeliver, or you're going to put yourself or your team, uh, kind of adding additional stress. Uh, it's going to hurt the culture of your business. So be very, very transparent on the front end. Uh, I sometimes uh, even existing clients will call us and they'll say, "Hey, will you provide this particular service for us?" And it's something that maybe I could figure out how to do, and and uh, in my mind I think, "Oh." Well, it's kind of a value add but maybe i don't do it well maybe it's going to create additional stress on me or my team Uh, at at that point the best thing that i can do is you know what this isn't uh, really kind of in our core genius isn't something that we aren't that we're the best at doing but why don't i do this i'll connect you with somebody else i'll even get on the call with you and we'll go through and and try to figure out how we can be of greatest service to you but communicate with transparency number four uh, keep your professional boundaries and and I think a, a lot of this uh, uh, really kind of uh, can result in in properly managing relationships. I have a, a particular client right now that uh, basically they become kind of a pain in our backside, and a lot of that is my fault. For not allowing or being clear with setting boundaries on the front end, so it came into a position on the front end. We had a great intent of being able to try to, to try to provide direction, to try to provide help to this particular client, and then it ended up being that they think that that me or my employees are their employees. And uh, it's because I did not properly set the boundaries on the front end. And, and now it's kind of one of these situations I have to determine whether or not I'm going to have, to have a blunt conversation with the client uh, or possibly even lose the client if I don't manage it well because I did not appropriately set the boundaries on the front end. So uh, make sure that you're keeping the, uh, the professional boundaries, that the, the personal lines, uh, the, the personal lives, the personal uh, aspect of, of your business does not end up blurring with the professional side, that those, that those are, are kept clear those boundaries are kept clear and number five and, and lastly keep uh, keep uh, or give meaningful expressions of gratitude so give meaningful expressions of gratitude uh, and I think uh, thank you letters emails texts those things are of, of absolute importance uh, but also making sure that whatever sort of gifts that we give to uh, prospective clients to existing clients and customers are relevant uh, about a year ago I was uh, actually uh, serving as a um, as a treasurer of a, of a mega church here in the area and at the time, I no longer do that, but uh, in that, uh, we ended up having the banker come to our office, and, and we had a meeting. And uh, the banker walked in and actually brought a bottle of wine to us, and uh, brought a bo- bottle of wine to me. And, and uh, she should have known the culture of our church and the culture of me. I, I don't drink, and especially kind of goes, to, goes against the grain of the, of the culture and the, uh, the values of the, uh, of, of the church and the leadership there. And it was a situation to where she did not know her customer. Uh, Secondly, as a, you know, kind of like as a, you know, if it was a Christmas party or something like that, or a Christmas gift, maybe, but kind of a, an introductory type of a meeting, uh, I did not find that at all relevant or appropriate. So the gift wasn't appropriate, nor was the gift really relevant. Uh, she may have been a wine drinker, probably was, and she felt that that may have been something that I would have enjoyed. Uh, but, uh, but it was really kind of a situation of not knowing her customer and not knowing or understanding the values uh, of her customer. I'll contrast that with about a month ago, I was down in uh, Myrtle Beach, and I was there for, for a seminar, and uh, there were many different clients of, uh, of actually, it was a, a client of ours that was putting on the seminar, and he absolutely nailed it with what he called the swag, uh, swag the, the stuff we all get, as he calls it, um, but the, uh, the, the items that he gave. And it was just the coolest thing. It was kind of a wooden covered notebook and some wooden pens, and it was really on point as far as it brought value. It showed of importance, uh, something that was useful, something that was relevant uh, to, uh, to, the, to the customers and it aligned with the values of that particular, um, uh, that particular company as well. So uh, give meaningful expressions of gratitude. Make sure the gifts are relevant, they're on point, and they align with your customers' values as well. So uh, just five basics here of attracting and keeping customers. Communicate with purpose. Uh, Secondly, have deep conversation. Thirdly, communicate with transparency. Fourth, keep your professional boundaries. And number five, give meaningful expressions of gratitude. Hope this uh, brought you value. If it did, I would strongly encourage you, if you haven't already, to subscribe to the Belk on Business podcast. My name is Josh Belk. I appreciate you taking a few moments to listen. Have a wonderful day.